Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 125 of the Pause.com Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Lou. Tony is not here. He is absent during the holidays. I'll be Tony. And with us today, as always around this time of year, is our good buddy, Todd Stashwick. Say hello, Todd, while you're Hello, drinking. I'm drinking water. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's water. I'm dehydrated. You know, I've had a hair in my throat for two days. A hair? Yeah. You know how, like, sometimes you get a hair in your throat and you can feel it there, but you can't get it out? I don't, you've never had that happen? A hair? You get a hair in your like throat. Like a hair, like, came off a piece of clothing or a pillow or something, and it's in my stuck in my throat. I can't get rid of it. You've never <laughs> had that happen? I like, I like how your mouth <laughs> is close to a piece of clothing. Well, look. Or a pillow. Everybody celebrates the holidays now, differently. I, mean, I understand the mouth and your pillow, but. Right. But I, <laughs> yeah. you have that, you're, I like that. There's a hair in your throat and there you is. can't get it out. You've never had that happen? A hair. I've had a hair on my tongue. No. It's like I don't know if I've actually had a hair like on my I can throat. feel exactly and where it is. We just had an entire lunch and somehow that hair was just had the fortitude to cling to a tonsil and it ain't going anywhere. It's crazy. Maybe. Maybe it like has carabiners, and maybe it's like locked in, and there's something using it to repel down your I don't throat. feel any pain. It's just the annoyance of the well, hair. So I don't is, think it has well, carabiners. Truth be told, if something is using a hair as a repelling rope, yeah. you're not going to feel it. Really? It's not going to have much weight. It's that secretive. Well, it's tiny. <laughs> well, I, I've, it could be thick hair. I don't know. Is it a thick hair? I don't know. feel like a thick hair? I think we should probably move on, because then we're going to start getting into using you know calipers. And Did you think about gargling? I did gargle. Twice, and hair is still there. It's still there. I think it's. I think it's psychosomatic. It I think it's be. a phantom hair. It could be a phantom. hair. I think it's. That's the name of a Nancy Drew book. <laughs> the phantom hair. Curse of the phantom hair. Yes. I wonder how like, it's going to turn out. Like some like like really like like painted cover where she's got a flashlight. Yeah, and, and and she's wearing like a pink sweater and a skirt. And half the people in the bookstore don't even think there's anything on the cover because no. it's just the air. No, yeah. They're like trying to brush it off <laughs> the other half. It's a phantom. Cleaning it off. So uh, how have you been in the last year? It's been a busy year. You're, you're a busy man. I, no more busy than anybody else. Well, that's probably not true. Yeah. No, truth be told. What about bums? Everybody has what? Bums. People who I'm do not nothing. That. Yeah, but bums... They they're busy. <laughs> okay, are they? Yes. We don't know that. You can't speak for all hobos. I can't speak for all hobos. <laughs> no. Which is different. I found out what hobo means though. Homeward bound. Nope. No. Uh, hopping boxcars. Really? Yeah. It's a verb. What happened to hobo homeward bound? I thought that's what it meant. I've never heard that. Oh. Hopping boxcars. Hopping boxcars. I'm going to hobo my way to to the Bay Area. I like that. And lose a finger on the way. Uh, probably. Yeah. And catch scurvy yeah, catch or something. Scurvy. Yes. But spin a yarn to some orphan. And tell <laughs> Who is also where, hoboing. Where treasure is buried. Where are they going again? Did say to Canton, <laughs> Nancy Ohio? Drew with the curse of the buried hobo treasure. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Canton, Ohio, <laughs> at the railway station. This isn't the way to the Bay Area. <laughs> it looks nothing like the Bay Area. Mr. Skeets, there's a have, pinky in my seat. She have laryngitis. What's That's wrong with my version of an orphan? Oh. I have laryngitis, and hence it's affecting my ability to do a young, wayward, oh, poor, <laughs> railroad-bound child. Yes, from Ohio. Yes. So, uh, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Well, as much as you can speak to that, because you know some of it's you've got a lot of top secret, secret stuff there's, going on. There's a laser light. On my right. forehead at all times if I speak about certain things. Yeah. And they just turn me off like a switch. I don't even know how they got in here. Well, they, it's 
Hey, Steve, I see you. <laughs> Stupid sniper. Um, yeah, you're bad at this. <laughs> always, always taunt your sniper. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. That's my, that's my T-shirt. That's always taunt your sniper. Always taunt your sniper. <laughs> I, somebody was telling me a story the other day about a sniper killing a guy from a mile away. Yeah. Like, that is kind of how I want to go. That would like, be a good story. No matter where you are, like I'm drinking, I'm having a lemonade right. out in the middle of the desert. I can't see the guy. I don't even know I'm going to die. Right. And so, boom, I'm turned off. Gone. And if someone needs to kill me from a mile away, <laughs> right. I've probably done something pretty bad probably. at asking for it. I can see that in movie form. So you go down the lemonade drops yes. and lands perfectly no it lands perfectly and not even a drop, not even like, a drop. splashes and then, out and then we watch the jeep drive in the guy shoulders his rifle picks, picks up the lemonade, lemonade and, and drinks, drinks it. it and then he, he he downs it right and then at the bottom of the cup is written haha you lose oh. and i poisoned the lemonade i like it Boom, and I win, and I take off the wig, and I had underneath my hair right. the metal plate that right. repelled the sniper's bullet. Or and I went, Steve, you suck. Or you talk to yourself and reveal to the audience <laughs> that you had been drinking a Tibetan concoction that made you immune to sniper bullets. <laughs> bullets, right? Yes. You didn't even need a metal plate. Nope. It's just an immunity to yeah, bullets. Yes. I'm ler- I, right. I used to be allergic to them. I'd break out in blood. And now... But you you slowly nope. <laughs> shot yourself years, in the head over the, over years, the years. Like, like Kirari or whatever it was that the that yeah. the Princess Bride, that the Dread Pirate Roberts tried mm-hmm. and developed an immunity. To sniper bullets. Specifically to, sniper bullets. To cop killers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cop <God>. killers. <laughs> Hollow points. Yes. Um, so what so have, what have been I been up to? <laughs> yeah. Other than Welcome that. Welcome to Divergent. Um, We're renaming the uh, podcast. Let's see. This year, um, we did a couple TV shows. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, earlier last year, I worked on Grey's Anatomy and a show that I recur on called The X's on the TV land. Mm-hmm. And then I did, I did a film with uh, Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman. Um, and Joel Edgerton. Okay. Called uh, Jane Got a Gun. It's a Western. Uh, I was called up by uh, the writer of the film and said, I got a great part for you in this Western. Uh, so I flew out to Santa Fe for back and forth for about a month. Yeah. And uh, got to take ride horse riding lessons. Oh, wow. That's and, cool. Um, I got to work with a dialect coach, and that was really awesome. And he was Heath Ledger's uh, dialect coach, so I was picking his brain about. Do we want to mention his name or no? The dialect yeah, his coach. name is uh, his name is Jerry Grinnell, and he's an amazing acting teacher, an amazing dialect coach, and I got to work with him. Um, now, did that come out yet? No, uh, and it's directed by Gavin O'Connor and uh, written uh, rewritten. There's actually a, a story to this movie. Originally, it was uh, Natalie Portman was in the original. Uh, she still is, but Natalie Portman was one of the producers, and uh, and Lynn Ramsey was set to direct, and um, she just uh, for whatever reason fell out of the project. Guess she didn't show up the first day of shooting. I don't know the whole story. I'm not huh. gonna I'm not gonna spread rumors. Truth right. is, she wasn't uh, at work on the day she was supposed to, and was uh, clear that she wasn't going to be. And so several actors dropped out. Uh, the, 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 the project kind of went into a quick turnaround. And then some actors changed roles. Okay. Uh, and they brought in uh, a, another director, uh, 
guy by the name of Gavin O'Connor who directed a film called um, Warrior, mm-hmm. which which was Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy, great uh, brothers uh, uh, fighting uh, movie, arena, okay. arena fighting uh, gotcha. film. It's fantastic. Nick Nolte. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had just worked with Gavin and Anthony, who was the writer on it. Anthony rewrote the script when all the roles changed. Sure. Um, I had done a pilot with them uh, last year called Cinnamon Girl, okay. which was uh, Renee Zellweger produced it, and that was set in the 60s. It was a great, great project, and got to work with some lovely people, Jade Bartlett and yeah. um, and uh, Crystal Bowersox played Janis Joplin. Oh, I remember when you were working on that, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, I just had a great time with Who better with, to play Janis Joplin? She was fantastic, yeah. and, and, and uh, I'm fortunate to, to still keep in touch with her. She's one of my favorite people. And um, and so I did that project, and then for whatever reason, that did not get picked up to series. But uh, I maintained a, a great uh, friendship with with the people involved. And when this western came around, and Anthony started doing rewrites, he created a role in it, and he thought I'd be good for it. And so he called me up and gave me the part, and. Uh, I got to work primarily with uh, a young actor named Boyd Holbrook, who's coming out in a lot of things soon. He's one of those yeah. about to be's, uh, right. fantastic guy, and uh, and Ewan McGregor. And yeah. so uh, I got to hang out. I actually have a story. This is my favorite fanboy story. So, so I'm I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I'm hanging out. Uh, Boyd, myself, and Ewan all went out to just we had a day off. And so yeah. we all went out, and, uh, and there's this great Western uh, clothing wear, tiny little Western clothing wear shop called Cowboys with a Z. Not well, sure, yeah, because it would be it, it's the way they set it apart, right? Um, I believe it's Cowboys with a Z. And so I'm in there, and I'm in there with Boyd, who's uh, he was in um, the Behind the Candelabra. Boyd played the new lover that Matt Damon's character got jealous of. Okay. If you saw that film. I did not see okay, that It's film. a terrific film. But uh, so so we're in this uh, clothing store, and I'm hanging out with these these guys, and we're just a couple of knuckleheads on the town and having a blast. And uh, and I round the corner, and this is a small shop. It's not much bigger than this place. Right. Um, and I round the corner, and Katie Sackhoff is standing there. And I'm... I'm, I'm now was she working on the movie? She was. She works on Longmire. Okay. Oh, which is right. Shot right. there. So her and her boyfriend were there shopping. Okay. And I'm my knees are knocking because right. it's, it's Starbuck. Sure. Uh, and I said the character the character Starbuck is the only character I think in TV that guys wanted to both sleep with and be. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Because right? she got to do the most badass stuff. Yeah. So I'm like I'm speechless, and then I'm like realizing I'm here with Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> right. But I can't talk. <laughs> Like, I'm nervous around Starbucks. Right. And I just thought, I'm like, all things are relative. Yeah. All things are relative. But uh, it was it was a nice little moment where I'm like, I'm kind of living my dream because I get to be in this really cool Western with, with really great, talented, wonderful people. One of them being, you know, a guy I've looked up to since train spotting yeah right. uh and and now i get to uh, I, you know I'm, I'm i'm getting to tread the boards with him but i can't bring myself to really talk yeah to to uh to starbuck yeah but and did you i think eventually? i made some like joke about a belt buckle and yeah. i was like <laughs> <laughs> and then i tried to uh I tried to send her a tweet yeah. online. Just I'm like, I just, I was the, hi. And then she snapped just, her fingers and her boyfriend punched you in the nose. And, 
Hence why I have a sniper. <laughs> That's right. Uh, on it's me, hired by Katie. No, Sackhoff. it was just one of those things. Like you know, you know, we are fans of of the things that we're fans of, and and some of the um, the Battlestar people. I have uh, because I was such a huge fan of that sure. show, and and some of the Battlestar people I was, I've been lucky to get to work with Trisha mm-hmm. Helfer and uh, and, Grace, right. and Grace Park and um, and uh, Kate Vernon. Kate Vernon, that's yeah. Right. But so uh, Kate Vernon, I had worked with on. The, actually, I have a, a Kate Vernon story. This so, speaking of Divergent, yeah. So I worked with Kate on uh, on Heroes, and was just I like whenever. If if I'm in a work environment with these people right. that worked on Battlestar, I am shamelessly gushy, right? Because I know that we're just going to go back to work, and 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 then like, and they they know that I'm not going through their trash, right? Um, <laughs> right. Um, but but everybody that's worked on Battlestar has been so forthcoming and excited to talk about it, yeah, because the experience was so positive for them and it was, they knew they were part of something really special. And so, so Kate and I, uh, got on great and she's gorgeous. Yeah. And, uh, so I took my son to WonderCon in Anaheim, which is kind of, it's kind of, uh, Comic-Con practice. Right. It's like, (laughs) it's like, it's like the diet right of Comic-Cons. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I'm there, and Kate Vernon was there, and she goes, oh, oh, Tiger. And I'm talking to her. I'm assuming she remembered my name, but yeah. I remembered her name at the time. Just right now, I went blank. <laughs> uh, and so I turned to, uh, and she goes, oh, uh, meet Richard Hatch. Nice. Yeah. So I posed for a picture. I posed for a picture with Kate and Richard Hatch, but uh, and Grace Park was worked with her on Hawaii Five O, and she was very forthcoming and loved chatting about it. And yeah, they, they loved their own show, and and so it's it's been exciting. As, as was as was Trisha, I worked with her on a show called uh, Dark Blue. Yeah, uh, with with uh, Dylan McDermott, Mulroney, and. Uh, <laughs> I just, I never, everybody, I mean, everybody no. has that problem. Even it's sad. Does. I think so. I'm sure. They both do. He'll, Wait, he'll, who? Which one am I again? Dylan McDermott Mulroney. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so yes, so so I did that film back to getting a yeah. contract. So I worked on that western, um, and then I've been writing. I wrote more. I've been you know writing and developing a pilot with the Sci Fi Channel, which mm-hmm. was which has been great, and we're still kind of sussing where that's going to go and right. how that how we figure out all that uh, stuff. And I've been. Still working on Devil Inside, and um, which I was in again recently. Yes, you were. You've been in it twice this chapter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eyeless. What? <laughs> you lost an eye. Just one. That's you lost a... an eye in chapter two. Yeah. And in chapter three, you returned with a patch. Yeah. Because justice is blind. There's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Now I want to I want to talk about something that you mentioned because when you're talking about the the Battlestar people, you know, understanding that they were. Part involved something in something special yeah. and liking to talk about it. Do you ever meet people who seem to not really know much about the industry they're in? Because every once in a while I'll read an interview with a celebrity and the interviewer will ask them a question. And they'll say, well, I don't really watch TV. Well, I don't really go to the movies. I'm like, but this is what you do for a living. How do you not, how do you not no, enjoy? I mean, I've worked with actors that, that don't really watch TV. Yeah, all of that. I mean, look, there's as many... There's as many different kinds of actors as there is different kinds of people, right? Just in life, you know, you have people that you go, yeah, I don't, yeah, we we're we go outdoors, like I canoe, right? You know what I mean? So, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that just don't watch TV. I would say there's fewer of them than not, right? You know, but but, but specifically, have you ever met anybody who didn't like 
those things. Even if it's not, I mean, there's a big difference between, oh, you know, I, I really would rather spend my time fishing. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about that so much, but uh, it always surprises me uh, when I, I read something I, I about mean, people. I probably did, but I wouldn't yeah, say you wouldn't remember. Names. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't want um, um, Mark Pellegrino. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mark's a great guy. Now, have, I just I just call out somebody <laughs> random. Have you you've worked with him, Pellegrino? I've never worked. I was going to say because you you run into him all the time, together. don't you? What don't you run into him a lot? No, though? I I know Mark because he and I uh, we were part of uh, uh, a group of people that were brought to Birmingham, uh, England, to be part of a supernatural convention. Okay, he, he played Lucifer right. on Supernatural, and. Uh, and so I was included in that group of people that went that year, Catherine Boucher and and uh and Rachel Miner and Jim Beaver and yeah. uh uh oh all the people there was a lot of people at the yeah. convention. Yeah. Tracy uh Dinwiddie. Um it was a great, great time, but and 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 those kinds of experiences are pretty indelible. Like yeah. when you're flown overseas to this this amazing, wonderful, passionate madhouse of of celebration of a show that you were sure. part of uh and you all <clears throat> get sequestered to the green room and 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 the people are so freaking kind that, yeah and they you feel, it feels like a political campaign because you're 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 basically brought from room to room to meet people and shake hands and post for pictures and sign autographs and and and, <clears throat> and then they do a a really interesting thing called a um a coffee Okay. Where people will pay a certain amount of money right. to sit down with like 20, 20 of them. The and special you sit down. tickets. And so it's like really one-on-one with, yeah. with, with the fans. And and for me, it's like I I know actors that really feel very put off by that mm-hmm. that situation. But like I like the show. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm happy to sit down and talk right. about it. I'm going to run out of story someday because I yeah. did one episode. Right. But uh, I like the show. Yeah. Um, you can certainly but, talk about it as a fan too, and you know exactly, and that's exactly. always fun too. And do. so, uh, but the the upside is I've been on, I've been fortunate enough to have been on a lot of other shows that they're fans of, right? Like, between like Revolution and Buffy, and yeah, and you know, Heroes and whatnot, that I have stories, uh, not necessarily supernatural related, but about the industry, sure. and, and about other actors that they may be interested. And in. there is a certain level of where you become kind of a window. Where like like they like they see you, but they're like, "What's Jared like?" <laughs> um, and so, uh, as opposed to if Jared was there, what are you like? Right. Um, but I I I completely uh, look. That those guys do the heavy lifting on that show, and so yeah, you know they garner they should garner the most amount of the att- and, uh, attention. Right. Um, <clears throat> and and truth be told, the the fans would. Be more excited if Jetson and Jared were there. Right. It's their right. shit. I mean, yeah, right. I get it, and, yeah. I, and 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 I'm happy to carry water for it, and 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 I'm fortunate to have been connected to a, a lot of shows that that I'm uh, I'm a fan of. Yeah, you know, I'm, the the fact that I've been on Buffy is is a feather on my cap. Angel yeah, is a feather. The fact that I'm part of the Star Trek canon, having done is really fun. Enterprise, you yeah. know, like. I'm part of the continuum. Like, right. I, I count in that. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It feels really cool. But back to Pellegrino. Yes. Nice guy. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> just succinctly. Not at all like the devil. Not, uh, not even a little bit. Not even a little. More Wait a like minute. Jacob. What season of Enterprise were you on? I don't remember. Do you remember? Was it uh, later? It was the, uh, the, the name of the episode was, I don't know, it was with Young T'Pau. There okay. was a character, there was a woman uh, by the name of Kara Zedeker playing Young T'Pau, and I was part of it. And I technically was a Romulan disguised as a Vulcan. So in the timeline of Star Trek, 
if you laid them back to back and said, chronologically speaking, I would be the first Romulan ever revealed. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I, I, we, we actually just watched that series, I don't know, earlier this year, maybe over the summer or something. A lot of times I'll, I'll get into a series I've never seen before when I'm sick because I'm in home, you know, I'm in bed. I want to watch some TV. Uh-huh. And so I started watching Enterprise and it was, you know, it had its charm, certainly. And, uh, but I don't think we saw your episode. I don't know. I maybe we didn't so get that deep far. In character, you probably. I probably didn't even recognize me. you. That's possible. Wait. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pulling up my ears so. Okay. Pointy. And he changed his clothes right in front of me, which was a little strange. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, I just had a guy jump in and do an hour and a half of prosthetics on me. <laughs> uh, Is that how long it took? An hour and no, a half. No, oh. because with 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 Enterprise, it was they would cover my eyebrows and put new eyebrows on. They would attach the ears, and then I, they would wig me. That's okay. basically it for a Vulcan or yeah. a Romulan. Well, the Romulan was different because it had a bit of a forehead piece that mm-hmm. made the brow a little more pronounced. Sure. Um, and because my character basically, what, just grew his bangs forward a little yeah. bit and said, no, nope, Vulcan, <laughs> Vulcan, what? And wore glasses, what? of course. Yes, yes, and moved his hands a lot so you wouldn't look at his forehead. What's going on over there? Here we are on Vulcan. It's Malirpa. I bleed green. Whatevs. I know. To be honest, I never even got a good look at the guy. He was just moving his hands all the time. <laughs> you know, they, the Vulcans, they all look alike. Yeah, that, that's they, true. They kind of do. That's true. They kind of do. They all have the same barber. Yeah, they do. They do. The same stylist. Or, or that's how their hair grows. That is one of the funniest things about the whole Star Trek you know, universe is that, you know, every planet has exactly one culture. Yep. That's it. <laughs> and they're all in one city. And they all agree. <laughs> they all agree. They all feel we exactly all the, the same, same way. exact opinion and ideology. Yeah. yeah. We are a violent race. <laughs> yes. Except for, and we like to except, say it. Except for my son, Corey. <laughs> I just want to play. To oh, death. Put him to death. <laughs> Put him in the arena. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Uh-huh. Just one culture. Come that's it. They all That's evolved it. at the same time. I think the city hatched out of a big egg. Yep. It's the, egg. The space bird flies around yeah. from planet to planet, hey, just father, hatching new civilizations. <laughs> Gasp! Kill him! I would kill him, but that would be illogical. <laughs> I like the episode of The Next Generation when they were on a planet where um, there were only police like in a few places and it give it time but the punishment for any crime was death yeah. so Wesley was playing like you know space football with some kids and stepped on a flower which of course was a crime we so they were going to put him to death because like, they happened like, to be right it's there it's like Thailand yeah he would get cane <laughs> yeah and then that's it so they they zapped him up <laughs> broke the prime directive yep yeah, we are we are a violent people. Who yes. who says that to other people? And you're the only culture there. Who are you violent against? And that's that's what you're leading with, <laughs> right? Not even hello. Maybe let me discover. <laughs> let it be at least a surprise by doing something yeah. that you'll be violent towards yes. me for. We are a violent race and intolerant. <laughs> well, no, that's a horrible thing to say. And swimming is too much like bathing but uh, we but are anyway. foul smelling violent intolerant people so we do not bathe would you join us for dinner okay <laughs> if i say did you say okay that is a crime to the arena <laughs> that's how that works every single one yeah. but i have to say i'm i really miss having star trek on tv i miss having stargate on tv i hope these franchises will come back at or, some point or or other big, cool space shows. That would be even better. I think so, too. Yeah, something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so then you did... 
So I did Jane Got a Gun, and right. then uh, I uh, I then I did an episode of another show that'll air in January that I I can't signed a thing about. and can't talk about. Right. Uh, and then I did uh, episode of Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went and uh, so who'd you work with on that? On Criminal Minds, yeah. Primarily, uh, I worked with uh, this. Uh, the girl that played my daughter. Okay. So she, uh, so most of the stuff, cause it was a road trip thing. And it was right. about a father and a daughter. And, uh, so most of it was with her. And right. then, uh, and then AJ, the blonde, sure. she was the one talking me down. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So I worked with her and she was kind enough to do her because when you do a phone conversation, it's usually you're here and then they're shooting all their coverage over there and you're never there. But uh, we would do each other's off camera dialogue phone conversation so that we could really kind of connect to that scene. So I really felt like it was having this conversation with that person because often it'll be like uh, it'll be like a script supervisor or right. somebody else just reading the other person's lines. Right. And you have to kind of fill in the, the emotional gaps. Yeah. It's like when you audition in something and you have a casting director who just sort of reads the other line. A lot of casting directors are good because yeah. a lot of them used to be actors, so you're going to get a really good read. But then right. occasionally you'll get the casting sure. director that reads it very flat. Texting while they're reading, that kind <laughs> of thing. Sandwich. I had a <laughs> producer fall asleep in the middle of one of Wow. Older gentleman. Uh, and I believe his blood sugar was low. I should save this for Letterman. But... Uh, <laughs> His blood sugar is low. And so I'm in the middle of the audition, and I, I hear, <laughs> and I just see that, like, like Uncle Rick at Thanksgiving, just the head is back, and it's, <laughs> he's out. And I'm in the middle of, uh, and it's a, an auditioning for a comedy. And so I, in the middle of the audition, I just stop. I go, he's sleeping. And the casting director goes, no, he's, and she was just completely mortified and then kind of like looked to me as to how we should proceed. (laughs) Right. Because I don't think she's ever encountered this before. Right. And I go, um, I'm going to, I'm going to finish this because it's funny. Right. And then I'm going to go, I'm just not going to do the second scene. Yeah. And just, we'll just, we'll play it out and we'll all have had a good day. Yeah. And so. I finished the thing and his assistant is sitting next to him and like, you're not, you're not going to nudge the guy. Like, what are you going to do? Right. And so it was one of these moments, it was one of these moments where I, I finished the thing and I was right. It was funny. Yeah. And the casting director laughs and the assistant laughs and the guy just goes, you know, like, like, like probably scared him awake. Because other people were laughing loudly in the room. And so he wanted to jump in and make sure that no one know, knew right. that he was asleep. Yeah. And then and the casting director's like, thanks, Todd. Thank you. I'm like, goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Because I'd love to see when she has to play back that tape when he's looking at the audition. <laughs> and has me go, was it on camera? Yeah. 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 That's good. No, that's a good story. <laughs> so Whatever. I've did you get the part? Seen it all. Nope. Oh, that's Imagine unbelievable that. considering that. the circumstances. Yeah. Um. Okay, so there's that, the show that you couldn't do, uh, Criminal Minds. So, yeah, I did Criminal Minds. You know, A.J. Cook, I believe, got her start in Ski School 3 or something like that. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that may that's no surfer, dude. No, it is no I surfer. Like to, I like to be proud of the fact that I'm in the last film that Matthew McConaughey did before he stopped doing movies for a year and then started doing movies that will probably get him Academy Awards. That, that is uh, that yeah. is a good I milestone. am the girl that he broke up with before he gets married. Right. <laughs> I'm in that movie. You're Jennifer Aniston. I'm, oh. Sort of. I'm good luck, Chuck. 
Um, <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah. So then I booked uh, this uh, really fun recurring role on the CW show, The Originals, and that's mm-hmm. been keeping me busy since September, going back and forth to uh, to Atlanta. Yeah, and then. Um, and then I, I booked this this video game. Uh, and tell Uncharted. us a little about the video game. Is it something anyone's heard of, perhaps? Uh, it's this obscure title right. for this obscure uh, console called the PlayStation 4. Okay. Don't think it's going to catch on. No. PlayStation 4. Uh, and uh, the, the title is uh, Uncharted. Huh. So it's you have to make maps? Yep. Wow, it, it is a cartography game, right? For the you, young you ones. learn all about yes. map making. Yes, longitude and right. latitude, and it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, narrated by Bob Balaban, Prime Meridian. Right, it'll be all that really sort of fun. Thing. It sounds like a good time, it's a really good time. And you play uh, Compass Rose. I this? play Compass Rose. <laughs> right. Hi, I'm Compass Rose, I'm and Compass I have Rose. laryngitis. I'm an animated compass who like springs on like like that paperclip from the old Microsoft <laughs> Word. Microsoft Word. I spring into the corner of the screen and advise people. Fantastic. Maybe you want to go this way. <laughs> what about that way? There's only two more choices. Ha ha. Choose well. Ha ha. What record. if I press this? Uh-uh. What if I press this? Excellent. Let's go that way. Mommy, I hate this game. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's the game. That's I'm really playing. cool. Yeah, and so who do you play in Uncharted? I play a character. Yeah. Can you say or no? No, I cannot. Okay. Okay. I cannot. Uh, all that has been, the only information that has been released about the game is that it is called Uncharted. It will be on the PlayStation 4 and that I'm in it. Nice. Uh, you can, uh, I do the VO in the trailer. And it's really, uh, and it has been one of the more fun experiences that I've had in a long time. Yeah, it's a lot of mocap work and that's VR really work cool. And it's really fun. I tried to play, probably how many Uncharted's have there been so There's far? Three. Three. I think I tried to play the third one, and I had never had a PS3 before that, or any PlayStation for that matter. And I was pretty much a complete spaz. I like could not control it because I usually play games on the computer yeah. where I'm using a keyboard and mouse, yeah. and so I was like. Trying to go this way, and my shoulders were doing this kind of thing. That's so weird. I, I, I can't like, play games on the computer. Isn't that funny? My hands are too spread apart. Yeah, like I get confused. Right, like, I don't know what these hands are doing. So if they're all in one place in a neat package known as a controller, right, I'm, I'm golden. So you were probably more confused by your Vulcan jazz hands than anybody because they I were so out far like 16 apart. Sixteen times. Wow. I would just get dizzy. Surprised they didn't fire you. They that. did. Oh, okay. They did, but they had only just kept going the back. Yeah. They called me after I rapped and said, "You're fired." <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, that is a little it was weird. weird. That is weird. But yes, it's so that the game has been really. Uh, a lot I'm of a fun. gamer, so yeah. this is a bit of a dream come true. What have you been playing lately? Um, I um, <clears throat> did you get any of the new systems? Uh, I got a PS4. Nice. Yeah, out of out of out of respect. Um, and on that, I'm playing uh, Shadowfall, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the Killzone Shadowfall, and Assassin's Creed Four and Rezo Gun. Okay. And then this year, the games I completed, obviously Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Um. I so so, what did you think of that game? Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. I loved it. I wasn't crazy about the ending. I love the ending. Uh, it was so I, I don't, timey-wimey. And... I don't. I don't even remember why, but I seem to remember thinking that. There was something about the ending that 
something earlier in the game made not possible. But again, I, I can't remember. I doubt that to be I can't true. Remember. Yeah. I doubt that to be true. Yeah. Because those guys are pretty airtight with their writing. Yeah. Um, I loved it. My I thought stylistically it was amazing. Really cool. Really fun. And, and really, you know, it's funny because I, I, I talked to my director uh, on Uncharted, Amy Hennig, and she goes, she goes, why is it that people say they beat a game? Yeah. She goes, you don't beat a book. Right. Well. <laughs> you don't beat a movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I beat that Hobbit. <laughs> Which which Hobbit? That Hobbit. <laughs> that, that Hobbit. That Hobbit. It's that Hobbit. Diamonds. Did Rubens, you go see that Hobbit before or after you went to the Oscos? <laughs> the Oscos. The Jewels. <laughs> the Jewels. The Jewels. Couple two tree. Pick up a couple two tree bananas at the Jewels. Hey, you know you don't live here, so you may not have heard all the Dominics are closing. The Dominics are closed. Really? Yeah, like today, today or tomorrow, they're all going out of business. I gotta go. They don't have anything left. What? Yeah. There's a loaf of Wonder Bread. There, I doubt it, seriously. Oh! Last, the last week, because they, they went, they started Dominic's, for those of you not in the Chicago area, has been one of our two primary Jewels food stores. Jewels and Dominic's. The Jewels and the Dominic's. That's it. Have been here forever. And like, Dominic's is Zare's? now closing. Zare and Turnstile. <laughs> do you remember that one? And uh, what was the other one? Weebolts. Do you remember Weebolts. that one? I do remember Weebolts. Yeah. One of the things Amy got me for Christmas, that's my beautiful wife, Amy, by the way, uh, got me for Christmas is a book about uh, Randhurst Mall. I, I'm, I'm really into mid-century modern architecture. Okay. And Randhurst Mall was a big deal when it was built because there were it was built in the very early 60s. Yeah. And there were not a lot of big indoor malls at the time. So it was, you know, usually there were local shopping centers, but this was designed to be a regional shopping center for everyone in the area. Right. And the design was very, uh, very modern. It was a really interesting design. But, uh, yeah, there was a there, one of the three anchor stores was a Weebolts, wow. which we don't have anymore. Weebolts. Yeah. And then there was a Carson Perry Scott. Yes. And a store called The Fair. CPS. Just The, the fair. fair. It's The Fair. Yeah. Welcome. To the fair. <laughs> Man on stilts yeah, yeah. And this is hey, de- This is sort of yeah. Devolved over time To the old man at Walmart That's it With Here no you go. You just have, What is that? He's got a, he's got a metal plate Don't give light. me that <laughs> yeah. uh, What did you uh, And the new Tomb Raider I played Yes That was a great game That was a great game So beautiful Really beautiful Yeah Really beautiful What have you played this year? I played the Tomb Raider Yeah I played the uh, What was the other one you said? No. Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. Did you Dishonored? Dishonored. That was yes. A great game. Uh, Far Cry Three, which we talked about I a little did not bit play last year. Really yeah. loved that game. My well, son finished. That lots one. of fun, and and um, you know, a big open world game. So there's there's a, some amount of replayability in it. And then I played Guild Wars Two, which I was I was a huge fan of the original Guild Wars. I have not really had that much fun playing Guild Wars 2. They kind of changed the huh. game mechanics and it's just not my it's not really what I enjoy doing. So, I got introduced to a game uh with one of my coworkers who's also a big gamer, Joseph Morgan on the originals and so he and I geek out about games and uh we played um Diablo 3? Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. Did you like, play the like others? all sit on a couch. I've not never played a Diablo oh, game. Oh, yeah, those are so fun games. So we all sat on a couch and, and played Diablo 3, and that was a great game. Super Gauntlet. Super Gauntlet. You know what I mean? So great. Yeah, those games are Baldur's a lot of fun. Gate. Yeah, right. It was really fun, and it was D&D. And then the thing that I got into most recently, thanks to uh, my son, my five-and-a-half-year-old son, is uh, Minecraft, which I had never played before. My son... 
deep into Minecraft. Oh my gosh, that deep game is into it. extremely addictive, <clears throat> which is weird because it's so simple. There's almost nothing going on in that game. It's Lego, the, but it, the video game. But d- does he play like creative Lego. or survival mostly? Creative. You know? Yeah. He just builds and builds. And oh, builds. so he doesn't play. He doesn't fight zombies and Never. skeletons. No, he doesn't care. Yeah. See, I do that stuff. And the the comment, bless you. Bless you and bless you. You got a third one coming or are you done? Thinking about it. Okay. I'll, I'll still consider it later. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so you can, so if you play survival, you know, it, it turns from day to night and then at night monsters come out decision. and bless you. Thank you. Are you always done after three? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It depends on my mood. Yeah. Do you have allergies? Um, maybe you're just allergic. I'm to allergic to cats to wind. Uh, there's no cats in here. There's rumple teaser. <laughs> And it's just a theater major dressed up in, like, spandex. He's sitting next to Bob the Sniper or whatever his name was. <laughs> Rumpelteaser. <laughs> Steve. And he's just yeah. doing, like, cartwheels and doing, like, jazz hands around his face. But he's got whiskers you just, for whatever you just reason. Have, like, you just collect very odd things, snipers and theater majors. It's clean in here, but there's a lot of strange characters. <laughs> it's very uh, strange. But, uh, yeah, Minecraft is uh, surprisingly addictive. It's not my kind of game right. at all. Yeah. Uh, my son builds like massive roller coasters and mines yeah. and like like just just hotels. Yeah. He's just a mogul. Yeah, my son does mostly the, you know, the building stuff. But yeah, I, he's I like still the other one. Deep into the Lego and so this is very much a version of Lego sure. on uh online. He yeah. loves it. Yeah. Um and I've been and, and independent games. Yeah. Uh, I've been really digging uh Puppeteer. Okay. Great. Tearaway on the PS Vita. Yeah. It's a great game. I just got uh, Batman Arkham Blackgate, Arkham Origins Blackgate for okay. the PS Vita. It's super good. Yeah. Uh, I'm a stupid Batman fan. Yeah. And so that it, it kind of really pleases me. Yeah. Those games. And uh, Dishonored was another game that I completed this year, which really made me happy. Yeah. Really I liked happy. it. It felt a lot different than most of what you play. You know, it was and really a unique des- vision. art design on it. And it was a little Bioshocky because you get your powers. And it right. Was, and it was first person. And you're, you're sort of skulking around a really stylized yeah. uh, universe and, and, and had its own mythology. And, right. and I really just couldn't get enough of it. I had so much fun. uh w- the first time I played it that I immediately played it through all the way again in, you know, basically stealth mode without killing anyone. And that was yeah. very challenging. Yeah. yeah. Very challenging. Yeah. But, but what was nice about that game was it was totally doable. You know, like a lot of games say, well, you can play any way you want, but there's mm-hmm. clearly one path that's the better way to go. Yes. And this was entirely doable. Your choice. Yeah. Entirely However doable either way. It was it. Yeah. really cool. I highly recommend it. And you can probably get that game cheap. Yeah. Uh, Dishon, you can get Bioshock Infinite cheap now for like yeah. twenty bucks, yeah, or like sixteen bucks. Um, that is cheap. Oh, Plants vs Zombies two, I played on the uh, on the phone on the uh, the iPad. Yeah. Um, again, they kind of changed it versus the original. You played Device Six? No. <sighs> is that an iPad game? It's an iPad or iPhone, iPhone game. Yeah. It's unlike anything you. It's a. It's it's text based. Okay. But it's. Like an adventure or something? It's, no, it's like the prisoner where you sort of wake up in sort of a strange environment and you have to navigate through, but it's all text. Huh. So you read it, but then as you walk down a hall, the pers- like you have to turn the phone and read it this way. Oh, okay. So you really feel a sense of travel, right? and there's clues, and then there's little interactive pictures 
that you have to do things in and you don't know what to do in the pictures until you get through a different room and then you have to walk back through. I gotcha. Sort of walk, but you don't walk. You, right. You just keep turning it and advancing through the text. It's really good. That's it's, pretty cool. And, and it's a mind uh, bender. Yeah. So Device six. What I'll I'll try to remember that. I'll write these things down. Yeah, please. And puppeteer. Make which, a list. Uh, my daughter and I. That's a that's a PS3 uh, downloadable, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I am looking forward to playing that. And Tearaway again. If you have a PS Vita, um, it's by the guys that did um, Little Big Planet, and it's uh, it's an entire. Uh, world that looks like it's built out of construction paper oh that's pretty cool yeah and 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 because the ps vita has a touchpad on the bottom of it there are moments when you when you touch and poke and your finger looks like it's poking through into the universe oh that's really cool and you help out the character so that's really cool and and uh, you are the sun so anytime the camera pans up to the sun there's a front-facing camera so it puts your (laughs) image on the sun that's pretty funny really great is my it, daughter loves it. Is it a kid's game or is it? Yeah, yeah okay. very much. Like you can play it with your son and have a blast. And it's only on the Vita? Vita. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Vita's a great system though. Yeah. Is it? How big is that thing? Is it's it... about the size of PSP. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not that much bigger. Yeah. But uh, we do have questions. Oh, let's see, let's hear some of the yeah, questions. I put a little blast out to the Twitterverse to see if anybody had any questions. You looked like you were about to ask me something or say something. I was I was actually going to sort of transition into television and ask you what you've been watching on TV, if anything, lately. Um, uh, I When I get back, I am now finally going to start watching Orphan Black. Yes. I've not seen. And wow. Everybody tells me it's brilliant. It's pretty great. Um, I have been catching up on Homeland. When I'm in Atlanta and I'm on the elliptical, I bring my iPad down there and, and yeah. plow through a lot of TV. Yeah. Uh, Homeland, Community... Finished watching all Breaking Bad, which was fantastic. Um, we finished Luther. Yeah. Uh, this the latest season of Luther, which was great. Yeah. And uh, has there been more than one season? There's been three, but they're really? tiny. They're super tiny. Oh, okay. Some of them are like there's like four like or Sherlock, five episodes, like four or five episodes, yeah, right. like that. Okay. Uh, but because Idris is so busy, right? Um, but it's fantastic yeah it's a great show uh i saw the first season and really liked it yeah but i don't know if i saw more than that i can't remember it's great um now do you watch game of thrones or no yeah 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 do you like that show yeah yeah really good um and community i just basically i picked up hulu plus just so i can watch community yeah and then we we like but we we've fallen way behind on arrow i like that show yeah i haven't seen that since the middle of the first season but it's really good. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And we watch Supernatural pretty religiously. Yeah. And then, of course, I watch the originals, yeah. uh, which I dig. And I've talked about this to those guys. I mean, I, I think the Vampire Diaries is uh, is is a great version of that kind of story, but it's not necessarily my kind of vampire show. Sure. Um, but the originals is a gangster show. Yeah, it's you know it's it's powerful families vying for control of a city right. using violence, coercion, and sex. And, right, and it's and it and so I think it has a bit more of a testosterone factor to it. And right. and really, I, I love the the complex relationships, the family relationships, and and I have a great time with the role that yeah. I have. And they're both on the CW, right? They're, well, there's one's a spinoff of the other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, I between. I have to pick and choose, and I always watch The Daily Show. Yeah, and Tim and Eric, and yeah, uh, yeah that kind of stuff. Hey, shall we get some questions? Let's here? get some questions. All righty. Are you going to guest star? Uh, this is from Sandra Lisa Dawn. 
Uh, are you going to guest star on Supernatural again? If they call me, I would love to go back and uh, play with those guys and do that kind of. They're just such a had such a great time. Yeah, yeah. We we finally just started watching season eight. Um, well, we had started to watch it on demand, and it was so weird on Comcast. You would watch, you know, we watched the first three episodes, and then nothing was available until episode ten. So we would have had to miss four through That's nine. Crazy! It was weird. So we just waited for the for it to come out on Blu-ray, and we yeah. just started watching it oh, again. Good. It's so fun. it's been fun, it's and fun. I I actually really like um what they're doing with, with the uh, Garth's character. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I'm, I'm about three or four episodes behind this season. Okay. So they haven't. If they haven't done anything more, I don't know. Oh about... no 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 yeah DJ Qualls yeah yeah he's fun yeah. I really yeah. like where they're they where could they're they taking... could spin it off with him and a couple other people and, and have a great time with yeah. the character. But um, so we're we're still only maybe a third of the way through, so I don't even know about the Batcave yet. So don't tell me nothing about the Batcave. I'm done talking. Okay, good. Uh, Monkey Face asks, "How did you spend your Christmas Eve? Hope you got everything you wished for." I uh, I spent it uh, as I always spend it with my extended family, aunts and uncles, and cousins. <clears throat> and we all have a wonderfully uh, eat too much food and have a flurry of present openings and singing songs. Like, yeah, a great, good old fashioned Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was. It was and did I get everything I wished for? Uh, I I got a, I got some really cool presents from yeah. my from my family. And I'm uh, you know I'm, I always wait. You know, people ask me what I want for Christmas, so I'm like I'm I'm so blessed beyond words in terms of like my life that like. I, I never know right. what to ask for or to wish for. Yeah. And then, but people that know me go, here, you'll dig this. And right. I end up digging it. Uh, let's see. Somebody asked the same. 21051 asked, how was my Christmas? I just answered that question. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, her name is, her name couldn't be the originals. Uh, oh, no. Okay. The one girl, Monkey Face is actually she's at perfectly Joseph. That's her. That's okay. Her Twitter handle or his could be a him. I don't could know. be. But it's usually it's an allusion to Joseph Morgan because they gotcha. love him as an actor. Um, this is Claudia TVD, TVD being the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. <clears throat> she also asked, "How did I spend my Christmas?" I keep. I, wow. I, yeah, a lot of people want to know how I spend my Christmas. Do you cook? Um. Do I cook? I I I, I can. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I I'm not a culinary. You know, I'm not Epicurean. Right. Um, I can. Smiley one. Everybody wants to know how my Christmas was, which is really nice. Um, and it was great. And how was your Halloween? I'm just gonna go off the board again. Halloween was good. My son was uh was a, a motorized patriot from <laughs> from Bioshock Infinite, and <laughs> his costume. Awesome. I'll I'll repost his picture on when we put this podcast out so Did you guys make it see. yeah yeah and it was awesome and then my daughter was a raccoon <laughs> as any six-year-old should be that's so cute yeah brody who is if you see brody at if you see brody what uh do you know about the new uncharted i know that they've hired me that's pretty cool yeah and that is going to be on the ps4 it'll be a ps4 game right. that's what exclusively I know. PS4. that is what i know so now uh, is that all the questions you have for right now? I'll go to Facebook while we have an interlude here. Yeah, I was going to say, so since you have the PS4, are the controllers much different than on the PS3? They're more comfortable. Yeah? They're more comfortable. That's nice. 
Is there any touch screeny stuff on those? Um, yes, there's a little touchpad on the top. Oh, there is, okay. and you use it in uh, in uh, Shadowfall. And yeah, you, you you can you have this thing called an owl, which okay. is like a drone that floats by you that you can send ahead to hack into something. Yeah, or it has guns on it, or it flies above your head and creates a zip line. Oh, that's pretty down. cool. It's really cool. And you use the touchpad to activate it. Yeah. It's really fun. Uh, you know what episode of Supernatural we just watched, which was really funny, was the one with the guy who uh, loved cartoons. And so he was making all the cartoon stuff yes, happen in real life. Pan. It, with the yeah. frying pan and the anvils yeah. and the, yeah. the holes. It's, it's a specialty episode, which yeah. is kind of like the one that I did. Right. So it's right. like I have, a, I have an affection for those, yeah. those sort of departure That was a lot episodes. of fun. I like that um, a lot. Linda Lee's... Linda Lee's smiley one on yeah. Facebook asks, uh, how do you see your originals Father K character going uh, in the show? Uh, any ideas on his storylines? How much will he get involved with the whole story arc? What would you like to see him do in the show? Stay human as a go-between or maybe turn vampire? All my best to all in the show. Missing ye all on our UK screens. Happy New Year. Um, so about Father K, which is the character that I play on the originals, how will I – what would I like to see him do? Um, not uh, – you know what? These – I already know a lot of where, where what's going on because I've shot a lot of these episodes, so it's hard to speak on that. Um, <clears throat> I find him a fascinating character because he uh, is not part of the worlds that are already – you know, kind of the dominant roles on the show. He's not vampire. He's not werewolf. He's not witch. And so uh, I like the fact that me and my niece are this kind of island of of humanity in this sea of supernatural supernaturalia. I just that's a that's a word now. Do you do you find that uh, that he is used sometime as an anchor in that respect? Yeah, I mean, I think they they have created him to to say you know the humans are a viable force i always say it's like like on some level it's the ants and the grasshoppers we there's more of us and right. if you killed all the humans you wouldn't have food and and there and if we truly decided to you know possibly rise up and revolt it's a serious force to contend with you get the you get the the army in on it attacking vampires right there's a good chance yeah we could wipe them out right um you know for the majority of them can't survive during the day yeah that's when we attack <laughs> yeah right. um no you know i i where do i see him going i i couldn't tell you i mean i know where a lot of it's going so i can't really say uh but it's good and it's exciting and it's cool how far ahead of of a um you know how far ahead when you shoot something do you get your scripts on that show about the week before oh okay but we have in the can and shot all the way up to episode 13 and they've only aired up to episode 9 or 10 I okay believe. so there's there's more to come back right uh, and then and then after the break there there's more to be shot yeah uh, they're, they're picked up to 22 I don't know how many of those I'm in right uh, because I'm, I'm just a recurring guest star on the show right um, and I find out as I go uh, where but uh, you know, I, I think it would be. I think the best thing to be happen would be uh, that there's a sitcom spinoff called Father K. 
<laughs> there you go. And like half of my life is like just being a, a it's like faulty towers. I'm just this harried priest and everything's going wrong. And then when I walk out a door, it turns into this dark supernatural drama where I'm dealing with vampires and witches. And then I come back and it's multi-camera set up with a laugh track. That's what I think should, that's the direction it should go. I like that. Yeah, that that makes, sounds like something that may happen. That makes most sense. There was a um, there was a commercial they were running for a while on BBC America for a show about a priest in a church, I think in London. Does this sound familiar Father to Ted. you? No, it wasn't Father Ted. Half hour sitcom? No, I don't know if it was a sitcom or a drama or what. It seemed kind of funny-ish. But, uh, you know. Oh, I, yes. You know what I don't remember. About? Yeah, it is a BBC America. Did you ever see it or no? No, or is it on... Maybe it's on. That like, was BBC Hulu. America because oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think it was either a Hulu or a yeah, a Hulu Plus show. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. or one of those. Shows. Yeah, one of those. Along with like the wrong man's. Yeah. Um, well, you know when I was when we were watching Star Trek Enterprise, we were watching it streaming. I think on Hulu Plus, and we kept seeing all these commercials for their original programming, and um, and I haven't watched any of those, but. It's such an interesting time for all of that because it, it, things west. are changing yeah. completely. It's the absolute wild west. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Now, have you done any internet only programs? I have not. I've not acted in like like House of Cards or what yeah. was that? What was the one that uh, Eli Roth did about the yeah. werewolves? I mean, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. It's it's it is the new frontier. Yeah, it is a new. It's going to change the business model, I think, in many ways. Yeah. Because you figure what, like, three hundred million subscribers to Netflix. Right. Much of their much of their base is is someone else's product that they created. You got three hundred million people paying eight bucks a month. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cash. It is a lot of cash to make original programming with, and right. you have built-in target research. Right. Of who's watching what and who wants to watch what, and it's all computerized. It's all out there. Ghost in the machine. In the beast, as yes. they call it. In the world. Yeah. yeah. No, you know, they, they haven't been doing that much since he passed away. No. No. Well, there's a whole movie. Uh, Lake Bell made that movie about bringing the phrase back where she was a, she was a woman in the voiceover industry and she was vying for that campaign, <laughs> the inner world, uh, the voice of inner world. That's so funny. It's a good movie. Uh, it's called Inner World. Really? Yeah. It's it, a, was it's it a, on the theaters? Yeah. It's a voiceover movie. Uh, Michaela... Uh, Michaela Watkins is in it. Rob Corddry's in it. That's really funny. Dimitri Martin is in it. Uh, um, uh, Ron, uh, the, the Children's Hospital guys. They're they're know. they're a lot of those guys. They're, it's really uh, quite a, a lovely film. She uh, she uh, directed it and wrote it. And wow, that's pretty cool. It. Yeah, it's called In a World. It's it's the it's the number one. Uh, comedy about voiceover actors in America. Wow. That is amazing. That's yeah, number one. And there are so many of them. I know, it's number one. There are so many. Yeah, wow. Beat them all. I'll have to check that out it since it is the best one. All. It's the best one. Yeah. I mean, what you're <laughs> How stuck- much did it gross? Because that's really how you figure out if a movie's any good. If it's any good. Is by how much it grossed. Is if it made a lot of money. Right, if it made a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. Um, so... I think we have another question. Oh, gosh. One more, I think, here. Eric Brian Sooth the second asks what is your favorite character that you have portrayed and who of the ones not dead or that you are currently portraying would you want to revisit um favorite characters that i've played 
Uh, I loved playing Dale on the Riches. Yeah. Uh, I love. He was a scary man. Scary man. Yeah. I love doing Supernatural because what chance are you going to get to play Bela Lugosi's Dracula? Right. That was super fun. Um, I really liked the character that I played on Revolution, and I think there's a way, even though you know I got shot, there's got to be a way to bring him. Sure. Back. That would be a really fun one to revisit, and I think you could make it work. And yeah. I had a blast working on that show. Yeah. So we yeah. enjoy the revolution. I mean, I, yeah, enjoy. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed those people. I liked working with those people. I've had, yeah, I've, I've been very I, lucky. I pretty much enjoy any opportunity to look at Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah, she's a pretty girl. She's quite attractive. Yeah, she's yeah. a pretty girl. Um, and it's so funny because she, she so often plays kind of hard characters. Yeah. And troubled. And, and I have read that. That's sort of opposite her real life personality. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's true, but I have read that. Well, she's know, a bit of a flower child in a sense. Oh, that's funny. You know, very kind of naturey and into you know sci-fi I, and outer I space. Seeing, and, I was seeing uh, who I was watching it be interviewed. It was like Chaz Palminteri, who always plays like just tough guys, right? Yeah. And he was being interviewed, and he was just kind of dapper. Yeah. He was sort of dapper. I forget. I go, oh no, he's just like an arty actor man yeah like you know we forget i even forget and I'm, yeah. i work with people yeah but uh yeah i i you know we're just we're just art, like arty actor people and you play these like I, I i i now because i played such a number of villains on tv that th- there's a certain level of expectation that that's that i can't put a picture of myself on facebook without somebody going creepy <laughs> Like, you could be smiling, smiling at a barbecue. Well, somebody somebody asked, they said, "What are you, are you playing uh, a villain on an original? Just when it was announced that I was doing it. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm playing a priest. And somebody goes, a raping priest? <laughs> my gosh, like, that's I just, horrible. I, I just can't shake it. But you know what? That's wow. that's what butters my bread these days. Yeah. So well, fun. did you say, did you tell me the guy who plays the senator on Homeland who's sort of taken over the CIA? Did you tell me a story about him? Is he, do you know who I'm talking about? Well, Tracy Letts, who was a, a Chicago uh, actor, writer, improviser. He was part of Steppenwolf, and, and he improvised in a group called Bang Bang okay. uh, out of Chicago that one of the members of that group came with me to New York, and we formed Burn Manhattan. Uh, and I used to do occasionally jump up and improvise with with him back in uh, Chicago. So, yeah. And he's, he's done – but uh, so he's done a lot of comic – Acting. He's a very funny man. He also has a Pulitzer Prize for a play called uh, August Osage County, which wow. was just made into a feature film. And um, but but it's interesting because you know again he's done a lot of comic acting, and yet on that show, yeah, he's just like you. You know, you've done so much in terms of improv and yeah, comic acting. That's, that's my lineage. Yeah. And uh, and you always play these. You know, not yeah, always, I but you play a lot of bad circles guys. around my eyes, and I have a deep voice, and I'm six two. Yeah, and uh, and so I I give off a vague threat. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I can honestly say I've never hit a person in my life. Really? I've never hit anyone. I tried once. I've never been in a real fight. I tried once. Yeah. Yeah. Lonnie Arnone. He wanted to fight me. I'll fight you? Yeah. I'll fight you. And uh Behind the Seven He tried to no, it was it was in the playground by the bike oh. racks. He tried to hit me with his bicycle chain, which was like a chain off yeah. of a World War II yeah, battle. That's cruiser. the Warriors. It was not it was not yeah, cool. That's come out. And then yeah, um yeah. and then and then so we're standing there, we're ready to fight. I didn't want to be there. No. And then uh, he said, okay, so are you ready? And I just kind of like looked at him like, really? Do you ask 
when you're threatening wanted, somebody on the playground, you ask. Well if you're ready. Rules of engagement, my friend. So then we just kind of made fun of each other and everyone went home. Oh, well, see, that's yeah. the best way. Yeah. That's, that's the Rush Limbaugh way of attacking. <laughs> I don't... Just, just speak poorly of someone. <laughs> and, and then, then be on your merry way. Be on your merry way. Stir up trouble. And, <laughs> and then, then say, I don't want to play this game anymore and go yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Uh, so, uh, so fortunately, I have never been in a real fight either. That seems like it would be scary. I wouldn't want to be in a fight. Want, you could get want, hurt. Yeah. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want those nerve endings stimulated like no, that. No, not at all. Uh, all right, movies. Yes. What have you seen? Uh, I Most saw, recently. Uh, last movie I watched was American Hustle. Yeah. Oh, I heard that was great. Really good. Kind yeah. of a Scorsese-flavored uh, uh, take on the abscam, sort of a humorous look on the abscam fiasco. Mm-hmm. Of the 70s, and all really lovely performances. I kind of dig anything set in the 70s. Yeah, it's a good one. Especially if it looks that way. And it really has that Scorsese kind of kaleidoscopic yeah. uh, feel, yeah. which was really fun. And the characters are just big, and yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah. And then I saw Saving Mr. Banks. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to see that, too. Really terrific. Yeah. Terrific film. Um, and just kind of a testament to where story comes from, and, yeah. and that kind of... Uh, that kind of movie. You know? Are you a Disney fan in general or not really? Um, you know what? I There's so much that was so formative to me, like growing up, Peter Pan right. and uh, and like the Rescuers yeah. and the Apple Dumpling Gang and so much of that where we would we would get sodas and wrap them in tinfoil so they'd stay cold and put them in right. a bag with popcorn and, and go up to the trade winds on my bike with the banana seat and watch, you know, Candle Shoe and... Uh, and uh, remember Candle Shoe yeah. with Jodie Foster? Yeah. And Freaky Friday. Like all that. I just, like, I'm smiling because you said Trade Winds. Totally forgot about the Trade Winds. Trade Winds. That trade was my cinemas. local movie theater. Wow. And so we would take our bike up there and they would have like the dollar show and Herbie the Love Bug. And like, so there's so much of that live action Disney that I grew up Did with. Did you watch like the Kurt Russell ones? Like yeah, Computer War Tennis yeah, Shoes, Strongest Man in the world. world. Yeah, Flubber. What about like uh, the parks? Are you like a Disney Parks fan? Yeah, do you we, like all we, that kind we, of stuff? We do. Uh, it's the happiest place on earth. It is. It really yeah, I mean, is. I really. My favorite part of Disney uh, is Main Street. Yeah, really. I just love like right when you walk in and wow. you're just kind of struck with all that pageantry and 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 that that barbershop quartets and and fudge, yeah, and caramel apples and smell popcorn popper, and then you see the castle and it's like that those first kind of magical moments when you step in. And I have a six year old girl now, so right, it's a whole other ball game. Disney is because I had a uh, my son who's now about six, almost sixteen. Yeah, we went through it with him but now we get to go through it all over again because my son is and my daughter are 10 years apart right and so we get to have little kids at Disneyland again so has she been to Disneyland then yes, and w- would you ever take her to Disney World in Florida or probably not since Disneyland no, we'd is so like close to because I want to do Harry Potter and I yeah. want to do all that stuff too right uh, it's just Disneyland is a 40 minute drive from my house yeah and Disney World is very expensive I mean it's yeah. a wonderful well, wonderful Disney place is, but it's... any Disney is expensive yeah. but we have one that's in the backyard so we don't have to pay for plane tickets to get to that is nice um, but then uh, and then we did California Adventure this year oh okay we took the kids to that but I, I, I I'm always ashamed to admit it but I like the idea of roller coasters more than I like roller coasters yeah uh, I'm a huge fan of like Coney Island and amusement parks and those aesthetics and that that kind of yeah. time and carnival nature. Yeah, yeah I love right. all that. But actual roller coasters, there's some I will ride over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, but they're rather tame. They're yeah. rather tame. Uh, like Space Mountain, I will ride every day of the week. I yeah. will ride Thunder Mountain Railroad. But 
<coughs> that's kind of where it ends. Yeah. Like, I'm not a roller coaster guy. Yeah, you're not like a demon kind of. No. You don't like going upside down and all that. No, like, I don't. Well, you're tall, so I think you probably have that fear that you will hit your head when you're upside down. Uh, I just don't like the way it makes my body feel Mm -hmm. being thrown upside down. Right. But I love surfing, and I love, I mean, I love certain thrilling uh, activities. Yeah. Um, But I... I don't like roller coasters. Have you ever been hit on your head with your own surfboard like Greg Brady? I have. Yeah. I have. And then a tarantula tarantula was crawling on me. You had a tiki idol that was cursed. Yeah. That was cursed. But then I had to to talk to Vincent Price. Right. That's always fun, though. Oliver. Um, Wasn't that the name of the tiki? (laughs) Which is weird, wasn't it? Which is weird, because there was a cousin Oliver. There was a cousin Oliver. Oliver. uh, Was it Oliver? Was that the tiki's name? That was the tiki's name, because this was pre-cousin Oliver days. Wow. I believe. Uh, And cousin Oliver... uh, uh, Robbie Rist uh, is a voiceover uh, guy in L.A., and uh, I've worked with him. Yeah. And he's a lovely guy. I'm like, that's all. You know what's so funny? And and I hope we haven't talked about this before. But, you know, for people who grew up watching the Brady Bunch as kids, yeah. you think of that whole, like, Cousin Oliver period as being huge. He was only on, like, a handful of episodes. Yeah. Like, a very small number yeah. of episodes. Yeah. But it seems like he was well, on a lot. Only three channels on TV. And right. And re-ran the same shows over, over and, over. and over. I grew up with Cousin Oliver. Yeah. yeah. We watched we watched an episode of Love American Style the other night. Yeah. That was, the you know, it was it was vignette kind of a thing. So there was two or three stories in each American episode. Style. And the first half of the show was so funny. I mean, even by, you know current comedy standards yeah. was so funny. We were very surprised by that. The second half, not so good. Not so good. No, not so much. Happy Days uh, was a, was came out of Love American Style. Really? Yep. It was an episode of Love American Style, those characters, which was obviously inspired by American Graffiti. Sure. Um, but then Love American Style did an episode, and then somebody said, hey, let's take that and make it into a TV series. Wow, I did yeah. not know that. I always thought it came out of oh, American that's Graffiti. One thing. I, I met Gary Marshall this year. Really? Yeah. Now he is Penny Marshall's brother, brother right? Brother. Okay. He directed my my friend Mike Bensavanga wrote a great play called Billy and Ray, which is about uh, the writing of double indemnity with uh, Billy Wilder and yeah. Raymond Chandler, and uh, and Gary Marshall directed it. Okay. And so we went to see the play, and then afterwards uh, hung out uh, with Gary Marshall, which was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Really fun. He's a legend. Comedy legend, like more commi- like I got to tell him. I said, "Look, like ten-year-old Todd Stashwick has a T-shirt uh, with the Fonz on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's just making the eighth. And I've also gotten to work with Henry Winkler, so that was that and Mrs. Really cool. C. So I'm just calling. Oh, that's right. I got to work with that's Mrs. right. C. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because the so many sitcoms in the '70s were um, very dark. In a sense. I mean, you know, even like uh, uh, All in the Family, you know, Taxi could be very, very serious and and heavy at times. Yeah. And he wanted uh, a castle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remember that episode? I. Where he took apart his van and he built a castle for Nardo and put it up in her. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. And uh, he, uh, he built a castle for her out of metal and it's in her apartment because he thought she was a princess and I then, do and remember you see that. him leave and get into his van and the van is completely has no sides right and just drives away and there was another one where he did something to his apartment or something where it was just like full of TVs I'm trying to remember what the storyline was and then another Sorry. one where 
or Latka like got hit on the head or something and, and he thought became, he was a Vic Le, Vic Levu or Vic uh, something where he was like a kind doctor of a or, he was kind of a yeah yeah just yeah, like a normal kind just of normal guy yeah it was weird very funny did you uh, speaking of doctor yeah see my segue I did like you that. watch the doctor Christmas Who? special oh yeah, yeah. wonderful thoughts. Wonderful. Me too. I thought, I, I thought it was really great. I thought it was a great end to his doctor. Um, I love that they reset his regenerations so that the show can keep going and going yeah, and going. Because it was arbitrary. I have a story about that. I, I was at the uh, a BBC, uh, no, not a BBC, a BAFTA screening of right when Matt and Amy took over the show, uh, uh, Jillian. Um and uh, what's her name? Gillian. Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Yeah. Karen Gillan. Um, when they took over the show, I was seeing the screening of the first episode of their thing, and then Moffat was there in L.A., and they okay. did the thing, and they said, well, what happens when you get to the end of the regenerations? And he goes, he goes well, we have it all mapped out. What's going to happen is we've got some of the finest writing minds that will gather in a very specific location <laughs> and we'll make it up. <laughs> Right. That's what you do as a writer. You make do. it up. We'll figure it out through writing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was somebody 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 on on the interwebs was complaining, which blows my mind because I didn't think people complained on the internet. Yeah, that is weird. You don't see that a lot. It was a rarity. Yeah. And uh and they were complaining that they didn't think it was epic. The the regeneration. I said, "So, having all of Gallifrey." Right. Um Give you more regenerations. You use those regenerations to destroy a Dalek mothership and save the planet. Then and the a, universe and the universe. And then a separate location. Your regeneration continues, and you get to see one of the most beloved companions of his tenure show up again in a, in a vision. Right. And then he ceremoniously drops his boat like. At what point is that? That was such a great moment. At what point is that not epic? Yeah. Like I go, that's maybe the most epic yeah. of regenerations. That was really cool. Like David Tennant's regeneration um, into Matt Smith blew up the TARDIS. That was kind of it. Right. That was it. And then he said Geronimo and touched his chin, and that was it. But this was like, this was like a pageant. And then when, but David Tennant's like regeneration. I believe it. He, he, it was this long, slow goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kind of, it was like he was throwing himself on the fainting couch. And yeah. Was like, there was so right. much. Dragging himself down the street kind oh, of thing. Oh, it was horrible. And... I never want to. Oh, it, like, I don't want to go. And it was beautiful, and I was moved by it. But... And the other characters have moved on, and you see his hand coming up again. And... Yeah. <laughs> like, I like it. I thought it was perfectly suited, because it wasn't maudlin. Right. There was nothing maudlin about Matt Smith's goodbye, and there was nothing maudlin about Matt Smith's doctor and i and i loved that it was i don't know why i just have a i have a sweet spot or a soft spot i guess i should say for the you know 300 years in an hour episodes of things i always think that's a fun thing because and they did it with amy too they did a whole episode where she grew old right and i and i love those kind of stories because you if you allow yourself to really think about what it would be like to be in that situation and to see all this stuff yeah. that's, you know, and these people who you care about coming and going and a ho- having a whole life, you know, I don't he know if you ever saw more the... time with people on Translord than he did with Amy or right. Clara. Right. right. 
right. you could go back and have specials. You they could just do it, take place, place on Translore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, those are those those are always kind of touching to me and I, I really liked the way they did it. And, and it was so cool to see, you know, the what the crack was really all about and having all that stuff come nice. back. It was really fun. And then and then to sh- they they obviously the 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 physical nod to Hartnell to the first doctor how he physically looked like him as he grew old right and just even in the outfit and the hairstyle and, yeah. and there was a nod uh, to the, kind of the the history of the show yeah I, I loved it and Clara was on it she's so beautiful she's so pretty yeah like maybe a little too pretty it's like staring at the sun but less bright right yeah doesn't burn your cornea it does a little bit. What's she's that there? she's that pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was great. And I yeah. can't wait. The only thing that was weird was you know, they cut those shows so strange for BBC America. Yeah. I because... went back and watched the regeneration uh to watch and I loved people are complaining about it. I loved the way he just sort of popped into Capaldi. Yeah. Because I'd never seen that before. Like right. that was the thing about Moffat, is he showed us different ways the show could be. Right. It could be this. And it's because he'd already had this huge operatic change when he's destroying the yeah. ship. Yeah. Like this was just like, bump, yeah. Matt's gone. This guy's here. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And then how feral and how, how uh, just wild eyed he was. And, yeah. and I loved his, what was his line? He's, uh, he's like, uh, uh, kidneys, new ones. Right. I hate the color. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he says, oh, what were we doing? Oh, we're crashing. Uh, and she says, into what? And he goes, straight down. <laughs> that was great. Um, what, I, I was just going to say something. Oh, so what I was going to say is, you know, they cut them so strange. And then when it ended, they started an old episode. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. And at first we thought that was part, part of, of the special. And some people who were there watching with us had never seen Doctor Who before, so they were extremely confused, and yeah. it was just a little weird. But yeah, yeah how I long wish... do we have to wait before the new ones start? Is it next fall? Is it that long? Isn't it? For no, year. I think That's so. Crazy town. It's not cool. I don't like that. They shouldn't do that. No. Um. All right. So we talked about games. Yeah. We talked about television. Oh, and I saw The Hobbit. Yeah. That Hobbit. And how was that Hobbit? I liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. Smog was great. I loved, you know, I'll, I'll watch Evangeline Lilly eat soup. Yeah. She's just so pretty. What kind of and soup does she like? She's really cool and badass in this. And uh, yeah. what type of soup? It would be some sort of veggie bisque. Yeah. Um, she's just really good. And and I really found it really spirited. And, and I just, you know. I, Did you enjoy the first one? Uh, I thought it was a longer, and I understand that they're padding these things out to make three movies out of one smaller book. Right. Um, but I did. I mean, I, Martin Freeman is so well cast, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, my only complaints, I guess, would be that there's just so much of it. Right. Like we're out of the goblin chase, into the orc chase, into the th- into the eagles. It was just like bam, 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 and I'm like, there was no room to breathe, really. Yeah. Um, but that's an embarrassment of riches. I mean, because right. each one of those sequences were stunning. Yeah. And I thought he brought he brings such heart yeah. to the part. Yeah. They're very warm films. They really are. They're you know? yeah, because the Lord of the Rings are pretty cold. Right. And these are much more whimsical. And I love the the the, the dwarf song because it's it's yeah. all it's all D and D to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of movies that we want to see that we haven't gotten to see yet. Yeah. And you saw Anchorman 2? I did. I took my boy and yeah. I just peed my pants laughing. Yeah. It's just, you know, Adam McKay and I used to tour together uh, at Second City and he directs and, and co-writes those films with, with Will and we used to drive in a van uh, to our locations when we would be, you know, on the road with Second City and, and, and just making up the most random, absurd, yeah, silly stuff. And when we when the first Anchorman came out, Adam says he's, he says to me, he goes, he goes, we're just shooting a van bit. Yeah, it's just an extended van bit. I'm like, kind of is. And and Adam's specific sense of humor uh, tickles me to yeah. no end. And and it just it, and that's my favorite kind of Corral. I was saying to you, yeah, I like. When Carell's the buffoon, because yeah. he was also from Second City days right. when you and I used to work at right. Northwest, yeah. and that's my favorite. When he is being like the loudest guy in the room, that's <laughs> always my favorite. He was very good at that's that. That's my favorite. <laughs> he was Carell. very good at stuff. Do you remember yeah. the scene, the bit that he, he and uh, John Rubano used to do, where they were the hitmen who decided they wanted to be sensitive, be poets, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that? Yeah. That was a good yeah. bit. Really great. They're great. They did some funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and and so this and actually this one has a, a bit of a, a focused message. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of an indictment of uh, of twenty four hour news. Yeah, uh, and it sneaks up on you. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Those are the best kinds of messages. Yeah, yeah. Because what was it that I watched? That was oh, uh, I saw Elysium, and though you know there were certainly things about it that I enjoyed, it was very heavy handed with its message it's a you know, class but, warfare message yeah right yeah. and um and you know which is you know i saw a lot of comments from people again strangely complaining online uh about how they were surprised to see that from neil blomkamp and i'm like why district nine like, was basically the same it's thing. thing it's all about class. but i just you know i just uh district nine to me was we're, so inventive we were talking and about, original oh we were talking about doctor who at lunch and like people complaining about the the last episode and i'm like it's it's free yeah right like right you, it didn't cost you anything yeah but time right to watch someone else's hard one labor like right. they worked their butts off <laughs> right to create this free it's one thing to go i paid 15 dollars right uh paid a babysitter this turned out for my wife you know, started to be a hundred dollar evening to go yeah and sit. like maybe i can be a little more stringent on it yeah. but you're like you're watching television that's <laughs> yeah, I even in a lot. You of, don't like it. Yeah, even in a lot of movies that a lot of people complain about or review poorly, I can almost always find something that I enjoy. It. Well, you know what? Look, and and I don't love everything I see in, right. in, in TV or film or whatever. I guess I stay off the internet. We were talking about that. I just sort of keep those opinions offline. Right. Here's what I didn't like about. I'm like, yeah. well, you're. You're not making me. You're not winning, right? Like, do you want? Would you be happy if I went? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like it. Right. Well, it's like the people who talk about politics online all the time, as if they're going to change the minds of the you people know on the other You've side. Said something quite insightful. I'm now a Republican. I'm now a Republican. I'm now a Democrat. The end. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just I, look. I, I try to avoid the snark, and, uh, and I yeah. kind of if I tweet about something uh, or post something on Facebook because I loved it. And plus, it's a lot more fun when you are enjoying something with yeah. a group of people than not enjoying something with a group of people. Exactly. Let's see um, if there's any last questions, and then we'll wrap up. And then we'll wrap it up. No. Okay. And wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I'm just checking. 
Somebody wants to know, is Drake in Uncharted PS4? Who's Drake? Um, and that's the last question. There you go. I don't know who that is either. Yeah. No. Um, w- looking forward to in 2014. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Lego movie. It looks I'm a, funny. I'm hoping that's going to be good. It, it looks, looks funny. Super funny. It I looks really the trailer. Funny. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking for look forward to Jane got a gun. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. Um, I don't know what's coming. Elder Scrolls Online. I'm looking forward to. I know that's probably not your kind of game, but uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, game wise. Yeah. Uh, Thief. Yeah, that looks good. It looks sort of dishonoredy, and it looks gorge. Yeah. Um, I can't tell if Watch Dogs is going to be the kind of game I enjoy or not. I well, really I, I will yet. play it because it just looks fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, 1888, The Order. Right. Which is that I just saw Victorian something about that, England right. Supernatural Hunters game, which looks stunning. Did you play games on... Did you have an Apple computer when you were no. a kid? Okay. There was a series of games called Ultima. That I don't know if you ever heard of. I've heard of. They were, you know, D and D type sure. games. And the people who made those made some spin off games using the same game engine. Right. Uh and one of them was oh shoot, what was the name of it? I forget, but it was um it was Victorian era uh Trip to Mars and or something like that. And it was really cool. Okay. It was like a, there was a lot of really cool stuff on that. I was I don't wondering know if what, you had played that. What's coming out in twenty fourteen? Yeah, Titanfall would be the reason that I might uh, purchase an Xbox One. Yeah, um, it sounds pretty neat. Yeah, that looks really terrific. Do you know anybody who has an Xbox One who has commented on the living room aspects of it? Because I am curious to see what those, you know, how well that stuff all works. Because I like that idea. Well, it's so Star Trek. Yeah, computer yeah, on exactly. Computer Xbox, on. Xbox TV. Watch ESPN. Um, I I. I, I know one guy that has it, and he thought that was a cool thing. Yeah. Um, and he loved playing um, uh, Dead Rising 3. He yeah. thought that was really fun. Yeah. Oh, Dying Light. I don't think I've heard of that Ooh. one. It's like, it's like a parkour, first-person parkour okay. slash. It's like Mirror's Edge meets Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Ooh. So it's a zombie game. Yeah. Uh, and in the daytime, you're out scrounging and setting traps and looking for supplies. And at night, you're running for your life. That sounds fun. Super fun. You should see the trailer for that. It looks yeah. really amazing. That sounds cool. Um, and uh, so Dying Light's a big one. I'm trying to think of what movies are coming out next year that, that I can't I don't even know. think of anything. Yeah, because everything else that I'm looking forward to, like, like Superman, Batman, Superman, and... Oh, the next Hobbit film will be out next Christmas. Yeah. That'll be fun. But yeah, I don't know what the... Oh, this new Spider-Man. Okay. That'll be out um, next year. Did you see the Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah. We haven't watched that yet. I'm uh, not compelled by the character much. Yeah. But well-made film. Yeah. Uh, he's great in the role. It's just not... It's not my kind... It's not the, the Marvel characters that I like. Right. I like the Avengers Marvel's characters. Yeah. Um. But I'm look. I'm a diehard DC guy. Yeah. Anyway, so that's interesting because I have found myself enjoying the X Men movies a lot more than the the, the Dark Avengers. No, the Avengers. Oh, really? Movies. Yeah. See, I love the, the like. I love Thor too. Is great. Like to me, um, 
you know, when I watched the first two X-Men movies and then the one that was out, you know, a year or two ago that was set earlier, you know, with with uh, back in the past in the right. 60s or whatever, I really enjoy those movies because to me they're – I don't know. They're exciting and entertaining, but still very personal. Yeah. Whereas the Avengers stuff, I kind of, and you know, I'm a, I'm a big movie fan and I like sci-fi and I like yeah. action movies. I kind of felt like I didn't really understand why anybody was doing anything they were doing. Like in, mm-hmm. in the Avengers movie, I couldn't even really tell you what the bad guys were trying to do. Like, I don't even they know. invade the earth. Yeah. Well, then what were they going to do once they got here? Well, what is, they're like locusts. They yeah. would just uh, use all their supplies and then move on. Oh, okay. And make us their underlings. And I wasn't even sure if they were like people or no, robots or insects or, they're like, I, I kind of felt confused. I the love the Avengers movie. And it had that Joss winkiness that makes me very happy. I'm yeah. a big Joss Whedon fan. I did like the bit about the uh, shawarma. That was fun. Puny God. <laughs> That's a great joke. And when, when, when the Hulk... Punched Thor. Oh, yeah. Very funny. That was very funny. Very funny. That was very funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, what are you looking forward to in 2014? I don't know. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming down the pike. Yeah, it's, like this year was very clear what was coming because yeah. it was like Superman. And and I feel this. like I've seen stuff that I remember thinking I was going to be looking forward to, but now I can't think of what they are. I like that. Other that, than the Lego that, movie. That, that's really that Tom Cruise science fiction one with Emily Blunt looks good. I love this year. I loved Pacific Rim. That made me very happy as a, as a that was like, fun. geek boy. It was a lot more fun than I expected it, it to really be. Really fun. Yeah, like big robots fighting big monsters. I'm in. And more Idris Elba. <sighs> He's always fun to watch. Today, <laughs> today we are canceling the apocalypse. Yes, it was fantastic. You can just turn off an apocalypse, which is nice. I didn't realize that. Well, you have to. There's a there's a date. You you have to call right and make <laughs> to sure. schedule it. Yes, right. It's like Did you talk like, to Roz? <laughs> right. All right. I'm going to need these signed in triplicates. I have your file right here <laughs> on my desk. <laughs> I, it's here. I know it's here. I know it looks like a mess, but I know where everything is. And and just to verify, you do want to cancel your apocalypse. Is that correct? Because <laughs> once you cancel, who's you the cannot, primary on the account? You cannot reboot the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. No. So I need three forms of ID. <laughs> And we just need just in that box a reason you want to cancel. Now, when that's you, just for us. When you watch a movie like that, now yeah. I I always have these like little moments in movies like that where well, and obviously it's specific to the script. But there was that comment that they made about how they tried this before with the dinosaurs. Do you remember that? Oh, that's that's the uh, in Pacific Rim. Yeah. And like I love that little moment, like like in Independence Day, which I don't consider a great sci-fi movie, even though I really enjoyed oh, it's it. A good time, yeah. Um, that that scene where they're down in the base and the alien takes over Brent Spiner's character, the Doctor, and is like yeah. talking to yeah. them through the Doctor. Like that scene gave me chills, and great. it's like I wish the whole movie felt like that. Yeah, you know I what I mean? I love moments. those little moments, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. wish that sometimes they would take that and then go and do another movie. Did you, you see know, like Carrie, it. the reboot of Carrie? I did not. Was that it, good? Terrific. The previews actually looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah. It was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I forget. Who Captain the... America's coming out. That'll be fun. Who was the Chloe actor? Moretz. Oh, that's right. Chloe yeah. Moretz. Yeah. Uh, new Captain America. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and that's directed by the Russo brothers who do community and Arrested Development. Now, it's only the second one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And are they doing more Marvel movies this year? Well, I think they're going into production with Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, with Paul Rudd as 
the, the Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And I yeah. think then Paul Rudd's character will be in Age of Ultron, yeah. the uh, new Avengers film. And are they still saying Star Wars in 2015 or yeah. no? 2015. Wow. Like Christmas of 2015. What? They moved it from May. What? Give themselves more time to make a really good movie. Wow. Yeah. That'll be a good Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. very, very... Uh, did we talk about this last year? I don't know. Was the news out last year? I don't think was so. was this year? I think it was the summer. Yeah, because that was good news. That I'm is very pleased news. about the J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. You know what J.J. Abrams is a big fan of? Uncharted. Yeah. He's a big fan of Uncharted. He and, loves that game. Um, and I'm trying to think of what other things I know that he... So I'm hoping he comes by the mocap stage and looks at me and goes, wow, you, you remind me of a young smuggler. <laughs> there you go. Perhaps you would like to come and inherit the Millennium Falcon <laughs> in my little film. A little film. And I would go, call my agent. The last time I was at Comic-Con, he was at our booth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because we, cool. we had done the alias. Oh, I did Comic-Con this year. Oh, I did a really cool festival that you would dig. Yeah. And I would highly recommend, if you get a chance to travel this year, go to the Austin Television Festival. Really? It's a celebration of television. Like like last year, they showed an episode of The Riches, and then me and Dimitri Lipkin and Shannon Woodward did a uh, Q&A afterwards. And then they had like Jane Espenson on a panel about, and, and a bunch of other writers on a panel about mythology. Yeah, and some Star Trek writers uh, about mythology, and and so it's, it's it's the one time we have so many festivals that are like film festivals. It's the one time where that these these three women, um, but well, I love movies, but we kind of watch more TV. So let's do a film fest or a, a festival that just honors television. That's pretty cool, and it's great. It's like a week long, and they had a Boy Meets World reunion. And they got, uh, they had a Friday Night Lights reunion That's and then funny. showed Friday Night Lights on a big screen outside. It was really great. Yeah. Uh, and I recommend it to anybody. Uh, and I think I might be going back this year. That's cool. I have some friends that are moving to Austin, actually. So it's a great there city. You go. It's a yeah. great city. I've spent a little bit of time there. It is a nice city. Yeah. And then I went back. I was in Austin twice this year for some reason. I yeah. went back for the Out of Bounds Comedy Festival and I did my show, The Doubtful Guests, there. That's and cool. We had a really nice size uh, house and really big theater. Was it all the there. people who were originally in the group? But yeah, it was yeah. the same four. That's that, cool. That, uh, yeah, it was really fun. That's neat. Um, and I always look forward to Comic Con. Had a great time. Oh, I met Grant Morrison at Comic Con this year. Yeah. And that may mean nothing to you, but to yeah. comic book people, that means a lot. Yeah. And I met him on the street, and I happened to have his autobiography with me. I'm oh, like, wow. Could you please? Uh, uh, it's my book. And then, and then I slowly had a soft weep <laughs> after I met Grant Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote Up, Up, and Away in my book. That's cool. Yeah. Did you, you saw the Superman movie? I did. Yeah. You know, that was shot right around here. In the Chicagoland area? It, well, well uh, Smallville was. Oh, it was? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. I forget what town, but somewhere That's not cool. too far from here. That's cool. Yeah. Is it still standing? Because it got demolished in the movie. I uh, believe... I wanted a moment where I wanted just one moment when he shows up and Smallville's being demolished. And somebody went, hey, it's Clark. <laughs> never happened. Hey, look. It'll never happen. I'll take an iPhone picture of that's Clark Kent. No, everyone that can't happen. Right though. You know what? I uh, there was a lot of stuff about that movie that I liked, but I think I would have preferred it if they hadn't done all the super speed fighting because it made it not really like 
scary or, or the 10, traumatic or 10 9 11 level events that they did to metropolis right right i think if if you just see some kind of transition so that you know they're fighting super speed but we're getting to yeah. see it in real time so yeah. that everything's kind of slow around them instead yeah i don't know maybe that would have been more fun what's that matrixy yeah maybe i don't but know it looks like we're getting our justice league movie which will be yeah. fun yeah uh, wonder woman's in it and batman's in it arzan and jane in it i hope so yeah I and hope Gleep so. or whatever. Didn't they have a Gleek. pet? Was it Gleek? I think it was, or is it Gleep? Gleek. So do we know who's playing Wonder Woman? Yeah, Gal Gadot. I don't know if I know who She's that is. She's from the Fast and Furious films. She did like three of them. She's this Israeli uh, okay. actress. Okay, I know who you're talking about yeah. now. She kind of looks like Natalie Portman a little bit. Yeah. But tall. I was kind of excited when, uh, what's her name from Supernatural, was going to be playing Wonder Woman on the James Cameron TV show. Wasn't he doing the, the Wonder Woman TV show? Wasn't that him? No, no that, no, that was what's her name from Friday Night Lights that did it, and it was uh, David E. Kelly doing the Wonder Woman. TV oh, show. was it? Yeah. Well, wait, she was she, she was on Supernatural, wasn't she? No, wait. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. None. Adrian Palicki. She from Supernatural. You're thinking of Jared Padalecki? No, no. <laughs> she wasn't she his girlfriend who got killed at the very oh, beginning of the so. series. Maybe I so. think so. In the like the pilot. Yeah, in the pilot. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of her as from. Uh, well, and she was. Yeah, I never saw that show. Yeah. And she was in the last. Uh, what was that GI Joe movie? Yes, Retaliation. Yes. Any plans for 2014? Going anywhere? Doing anything? I have no idea. Yeah. What about you? Play it by ear. I'd like to like to maybe take my son to the UK. Yeah, I love and, the UK. Uh, and then uh, and then there's always Comic Con. <laughs> I will me. keep writing Devil Inside, which is hey, available free on my website. Has your son not been to the UK yet? No. Yeah. No. I think this is a good age. Yeah. Yeah. He's he'll be sixteen. We'll he'll appre- to, he will we'll take him to Dublin, the... and we want to take him to London. Yeah, I love London. Um, yeah. I would move to London That's if great. I could. It's great. City. I can't though, so I'm not going to do yeah. that. Well, you I, could. I could. Just be difficult. Right, because my family wouldn't be with me. Right. And I would be miss lonely. them too much. Enzo, when he was... Uh, when he but was, Lorna Dunes. Yeah, that's true. When he was three, decided he wanted to be a chef. Yeah. And we asked him, you know, where he would work if he was a chef. And he said Taco Bell, naturally. Done. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a second. No, I wouldn't want to work there because then I would miss you guys too much. Because apparently when you you're a chef at Taco Bell, you, you live, live at you live the Taco where, Bell. You live where you work. Right. And yeah. it's like five minutes from our house. It's hard to find. So he you. would miss us. Right. And he can't I, drive. He's three. Right. A great deal. So uh, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> that's a long walk. We'll have to support him for a while. Right. Um, all right. Anything else you want to say or talk about uh, before we go? Real quick. Let's see. Let me think. Again, please. Uh, I always love it when... Uh, people meet me on the Twitter. I'm always uh, I'm pretty good about getting back to people and answering questions. Sometimes uh, they're silly answers, but uh, <laughs> know that my heart's in the right place. Uh, the comic we still have been doing it. We'll be putting out book f- four, three, three, right? Book three, chapter four will start online. Book three will be printed and ready for Comic Con. Nice. Um, and uh, who knows? Like uh, as far as projects go, it's you know it's pilot season coming up, and I'm still working on the originals right now. And uh, yeah, and I'll still keep writing. So yeah. find Todd on Twitter, and you are Todd Stashwick at Todd Stashwick T O D D and at ToddStashwick.com is where you can find Devil Inside. Yep, every week, every week, and Lou is in it. I was in the most recent one. Yep, getting zapped out of my knocked off of my chair. Yep. 
Which happens a lot in real life to me, too. One-Eyed Lou. <laughs> One-Eyed Lou, that's right. One-Eyed Lou gets tossed aside. And uh, thank you, as always, for joining us around the holidays. And uh, glad holidays. you had a nice Christmas. And hope you have a great New Year and Peace. a nice 2014. Bye, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.